is up podcast 27 i believe this is and it's a special one eric is not here but danny is here so this is going to be a lot of fun danny this is your second podcast it with is. us yes yeah how you doing i'm good i'm good happy to be here yeah how's training coming training is going really well i'm really enjoying it having so much fun with all of our clients yeah nice yeah it's fun training, right mm -hmm. okay well today we are going to talk about why vegan and we picked this topic because i'm approaching now my what is it uh, fifth month vegan and you know everyone's asking me how i feel why did i do it this and that so we decided that we are going to shoot a podcast about why vegan so yeah let's get started um so what does it mean to go vegan. I'll ask you because sure. now you're pescatarian, right? Yeah. So I'm pescatarian. Um, I still eat fish. I eat dairy products. I eat eggs, things like that. Um, but I will say when I cook for myself, it's 90%, no dairy. Um, I am a big egg person. I feel like I like eggs. Right. But, um, yeah, I definitely cook a lot of vegan stuff and definitely on the vegan train all for it. Yeah. Yeah. So actually when I started, I was keto. Um, I did my weight loss started from doing keto. So it's like the opposite of vegan. Yeah. I was eating a lot of meat and then slowly I transitioned into more pescatarian and still eating eggs. And I did that for, you know, about a year and then, and then I switched to vegan. Yeah. I feel like that's what's going to happen to me because yeah. I ate meat my whole life. And then I like slowly was just eating it on the weekends and then I went right to pescatarian um, but I feel like that is going to happen to me eventually. Right. But let's talk about what vegan actually is. Yeah. And so our listeners aren't confused. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What's the difference? What's the difference between vegan and vegetarian? Some people don't. That's a, yeah, that's a huge struggle understanding the two for most people. Um, when you're vegan, you absolutely eat nothing that comes from an animal product. So dairy, you know, you get milk from cows, um, cheese from cows, you don't eat any eggs. Those come from chickens, like absolutely nothing that comes from an animal. And actually, most vegans claim that they don't eat honey as well, which also comes from bees. Because it comes from bees, right? Yes. Right. I think I've met one vegan that was like, I do eat honey, but right. if you're true, strict vegan, honey, true, strict vegan, honey is off the table. Right. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, so that's vegan. Vegetarians will eat, they'll eat cheese, they'll eat uh, eggs, dairy, all that kind of mm -hmm. stuff. So. But, so why did you transform to the vegan life? I mean, you know, like I said, it was a slow process from eating meat and low carb to kind of at one point I hit a point where I was just like, I'm kind of sick of eating chicken and beef all the time. Mm -hmm. So I just slowly cut it out and just ate fish and sweet potatoes and eggs so i was more pescatarian and then one day i went to a restaurant and ate fish and i felt heavy after and i'm like oh my gosh i feel heavy after eating a sea bass mm -hmm. you know let me let me just try not eating fish either so i went vegetarian for a little while and then i signed up for um my ayahuasca retreat mm -hmm. 
and there's preparation for that like they don't want you to drink alcohol before they don't want you to drink coffee because all of that could affect they recommend no animal products so basically go vegan two weeks before the trip okay. and i was like well all right no problem i'm already like vegetarian right. like this shouldn't be hard and i did it so two weeks before um going to ayahuasca i you know i was already a vegan i guess for those two weeks i don't know if i intended to stay vegan after i came back but i believe like the the seed was kind of planted maybe why not okay then when i went to ayahuasca um and then i i talk about you know my full journey in one of our podcasts the ayahuasca part two podcast where i just felt so connected to the planet and I kind of had like a spiritual awakening of how connected we all are to not just ourselves, but to animals. And the people around me were kind of going through some pain and purging. And I felt that it was because they were eating unhealthy. Mm -hmm. Like I could feel that it was like, you know, this guy next to me, I can tell he's eating um, meat. And I, and I could feel like he was struggling from it. And that's what ayahuasca does. It really increases your senses. And I just felt it. I felt it. And after that trip, I was like, you know what? I don't even want to eat any animal products or animals. They just don't appeal to me. I just don't want to do it. It was kind of like a spiritual wicked. I know the health benefits, and we're going to go into the health benefits here. But I just decided I'm not going to do it. Yeah. It sounds like it was a really like well-rounded full circle kind of transition for you. It wasn't just like, uh, I just care about the environment or uh, I just want to be healthier. It was like really, really cool to, that sounds amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. It, it, you know, it was health reasons and, um, Spiritual. spiritual reasons. Yeah. I mean, the health benefits alone of going vegan are amazing. I mean, here, we'll, we'll list some of them. I mean, we did the research and just by going vegan, you have like a 75% chance or you lower your blood pressure by up to 75% yeah. along with blood sugar, lower levels of cholesterol, um, heart disease goes down by 46%, type 2 diabetes goes down. I mean, there's so many benefits. The list goes on and on and on. I mean, you get so many nutrients from vegan and plant, uh, more fiber, antioxidants, potassium, magnesium, folate, and, and it protects from you know certain cancers. And not to mention it can help you lose weight. So there's tons of benefits um, from going vegan. So, you know, and, and this podcast is not in any ways to hey, you should go vegan. It's just my story and maybe it relates to someone and who knows? We're just we're just here for the information, right? Yeah, I just want to educate everyone and open up some possibilities so that people can recognize that there are different things and different approaches that they can take. Because, I mean, even me, I'm not completely vegan. I'm not going to sit here and claim to be vegan by any means, but it's always been something in the back of my mind that I'm like, I think one day... I might try to be vegan, but it's it's really hard to to take that transition and like I mean any sort of life choices that you make to make changes like it's not going to be easy. Yeah. So yeah, just opening up the possibility of 
being vegan and educating people a little bit more about it. Right. And you mentioned about the environment. Yeah. So what are the, some of the cool things that we did research on for the well, environment? Uh, this is, I feel like this topic, like, I love it so much. Because sure. I'm just like, I don't know, call me a hippie or whatever, but I love the environment. Okay, we'll call you a hippie. <laughs> um, but that's one of the reasons why I kind of slowed down with my meat intake and eventually cutting it out. Um, factory farming is, it's foul in my brain. Um, unfortunately, like... It leads to so many bad things for the environment, causes climate change, it increases greenhouse gas emissions, um, pollutes our air quality, and it's just it's just bad for the environment, when it, which makes it bad for humans. Right. Like we are the ones living on it. Mm -hmm. um, for starters, going vegan can help conserve water. So to feed cows, we obviously have to grow crops for them. We're using water to grow crops or grains, which I think 90%, don't quote me on that, a majority of cows in the factories eat grains, which aren't particularly healthy for them. Um, which means it's not healthy for us, right? Exactly. Because we're eating what the cow eats. Yes, yeah. You want you want cows to, to graze and be pasture-raised, but right. unfortunately- Not everything, not right, because there's just not enough yeah. um, territory for that. But we're using water to, to grow the crops for the animals to eat and then consuming the animals. But imagine if we were to just take that middleman out. Imagine if we just used the water to grow crops mm -hmm. for us to eat. Mm -hmm. I mean, you would save so, so much water. Um, and there's so many people that don't have access to water. 783 million people worldwide don't have access to clean wow. drinking water. And we're using nearly a third of that to supply it for crops which wow. is insane to me. Um, and then on top of that, the livestock's like fecal matter and all that, it's, it's polluting water streams, um, it's polluting anything that's near the factories and that ultimately is hurting the communities around it. Mm -hmm. um, there's so many communities around factory farms that can't drink their water, they can't use even their water to shower. Like, it's, it's awful. Um, and we're, we're doing this to ourselves, basically, because we decided, hey, we're going to eat meat and we farm raise them. It comes back into us. And that's why we're getting sick. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It, it's, it's like this. And karma. not to mention, um, we are pumping antibiotics and GMOs into these animals. We're shortening their lifespan. Right. We're stressing them out. We're containing them to small mm -hmm. cages. And some of these animals, their feet never even touch the ground. Wow. Which so, is yeah, and, and, and there's a big difference between, let's say you live in Alaska and you hunt your moose and, and you have a connection with it. And this is a free roaming animal and you eat the meat in portions versus farming it and all this like non-natural yeah. process. Absolutely. I mean, if you're hunting animals, that animal got to survive in the wilderness where it was naturally supposed to be for its life. I mean, you're going to have high quality meat. So you're killing a happy animal. Therefore, yeah, and there's that connection, like you said. There's that connection, yeah. Yeah, and we and we lost that connection, and there, there's definitely something to that. Right, I've sure. ha I've talked a lot about where meat comes from to people, and they always tell me, no, 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 please stop, don't tell me any, I don't want to know. 
And I think that is part of the problem is that disconnection. It's like, no, you need to, you should know where this is coming from. You should know the type of meat you're putting in your body. You're eating this distressed animal that had a three year lifespan and is like, how do you, why do you want to eat a stressed out animal? So maybe that could be the reason why so many of us are stressed because we're taking on what we eat literally. Yeah. I do think there is some sort of connection there and I don't know when I cut meat out of my diet, my body was like huge relief. Yeah. Yeah. Same here. Um, yeah. What else? I mean, I could talk about the environment for forever, but, um, no, it's, it's a big thing. I mean, listen, we have one earth that we're living on and we're destroying it. Yeah. We're destroying it. And who's going to pay for all this destruction is our kids and their kids and their kids. Yeah. So there is this whole karmic, you know, cycle that, you know, is happening. Yeah, absolutely. Um, let's talk about greenhouse gases. Uh, so actually people think, oh, driving in a car, that's creating greenhouse gas. Right. That, that is causing greenhouse emissions. Um, but livestock causes more air pollution than cars, buses, planes, trains, and other transportation in the world combined. See that that that's insane. And I remember hearing this when I was doing keto, and I like everyone else, I turned my head to it, and I was like, I don't believe it. Yeah. And the mind is so powerful that if you tell it that it's not true, it's not true for you. Yeah. And you're blinded to all this, mm -hmm. but it makes sense. Yeah. It makes sense. Yeah, it's one of the leading causes, and also when we we have factory farms, we're doing a lot of deforestation. So we're cutting down mass amounts of trees at a time. Um, trees are so vital to our planet and our environment. Like oxygen. So we're cutting yes. out our oxygen. We're yes. basically constricting ourselves by doing this. Exactly. Why are we doing this? I, know, I don't know. I don't know. The trees are there to help. They're pulling all of the, the carbon out of the air and they're, they're clearing the air. They're taking the pollution so that we don't have to breathe it in. And we're just like cutting trees down, like it's no big deal, they'll grow back. Is it because we're just like conditioned for like short-term gratification and not understanding that the, the long-term run on things? I possibly, again, I think it's that, it's just like turning your head in the other direction and having a blind eye mm -hmm. and deciding not to actually look at it. And like, it's kind of like, I'm trying to think of a good metaphor, but it, it, it just goes back to, if you don't see it, then it doesn't exist. Yeah. That's, that's a lot of what people think. If they don't see it. It doesn't exist. Right. And it does. Yeah. It does exist. If it's and, not part of their life. And where it exists, where people can see is on their health. Yeah. And again, we're not saying that you, you shouldn't eat meat at all. It's just be mindful. Where does your meat come come from? How much meat are you eating? And could you take a couple weeks off and not eat meat and see how you feel? Right, for sure. Or even do a meatless Monday. Meatless Monday. Or try going through the week with only eating meat for dinner instead of for breakfast and lunch. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, there's tons of good food. I mean, again, I've been vegan for now over five months, and there's tons of good food you can eat. Yeah. Right? Like tofu, tempeh, edamame, lentils, mm -hmm. nuts. Yeah, and they're all super nutritious. They're so good for you. Right. So good for you. 
Um, yeah, and I think it's really important for our listeners to be mindful in the grocery store. Even if you are going to buy meat, being mindful of where it came from. Was it pasture-raised? Is it non-GMO? Is it organic? Um, again, labels can be very um, misleading, but taating that approach in the grocery store is one step that you can baby step mm -hmm. forward that you baby can step take. forward yeah no for sure it, it's a great step and i know one of my biggest challenges was you know just even going out to eat yeah because you know we're not yet we don't we haven't turned the knob where all these restaurants are offering vegan options right so it, it's definitely a challenge but it, it's not that it can't be done absolutely for sure um, but it's, it, it sounds like health wise, you've benefited a lot from going oh, yeah, vegan. Yeah. How else do you feel like you've benefited from it? I mean, number one, I feel great. Um, my mind is clear. I have more clarity. My energy is higher. My gut feels good. Mm. I mean, everything is on a heightened level. Yeah, it really is. And I don't have th those meals where I over eight and I feel tired and sluggish that, that that doesn't happen anymore. Yeah. So tons of benefits for sure. Um, what about for you? I know again, you're not vegan, but pescatarian and you weren't pescatarian. Yeah. How long have you been pescatarian? Um, since January of 2021. Okay. So, so that's the yeah, whole year. Yeah. So what changes have you noticed by switching? So I, I struggled with IBS and a lot of gut issues when I first decided to make that transition and it changed my health and my perspective on my body and everything. Like I feel like it eased all of the, the pain from IBS. I feel like I'm never bloated. I'm never sluggish. Like you said, after meals. Um, my energy is higher. When I first started, I just did vegetarian and I had no idea what I was doing. Mm -hmm. So for like two weeks, I was straight vegetarian. I wasn't eating anything. Like I was like, I don't know what to eat. And no one really educated me on it. And everybody in my family, my friends, everybody eats meat. So this was like so new to me. And I think I lost like 10 pounds. I don't have 10 pounds to yeah. lose. <laughs> So I, that's why I ended up going back to fish. Cause I was like, I think I need more. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I, I, after that two week period, I felt so much better and I didn't even crave meat, which was the craziest thing. I mean, I worked in restaurants and my mom is always cooking and even like meat things, lemon chicken and chicken paprikash and, and burgers. And I would come home, she'd be cooking. And I'm like, it smells good, but I'm not craving it. Like, right. I don't need it. Totally agree with that. I mean, again, someone who ate meat his whole life and did keto. And when I made the transition, people were like, how are you never going to eat meat? How are you never going to eat meat? And then for a birthday party, I went out, a bunch of people to Red Steakhouse. Everyone is eating you know, steak and there's no cravings. It's yeah. just, it's a slow switch. Your body and mind adapt to it and yeah. it makes it easier. Yeah. Yeah. I think to feel these benefits, we just have to be mindful about how we go vegan. And I think that's what was my struggle was I was just like, I'm just not eating meat. And I didn't know what to eat. Um, but we have a list of really good things that we can eat for substitutes. And so you can still get the proper nutrition and all that right. good stuff. Yep. 
Yeah, I did list some of them. Um, talk about some of the like higher energy foods that you can still get from being vegan. Yeah. Um, well, one of my go-tos, I know I'm not completely vegan, but one of my go-tos is avocados. Avocados are so, so good for you. They taste delicious. I mean, you can season them with whatever you want. Mm -hmm. You can put red chili peppers. I do lemon on mine. Um, bananas, coconuts. Um, I do a lot of coconut chips or even using coconut oil for a substitute instead of like vegetable oil, olive oil, all that stuff. Um, olive oil is good as well, but yeah, hummus, nuts, beans, lentils, whole grains, all of that stuff is going to help with your energy um, and give you protein as well. There are good protein substitutes for stuff as well. Yeah, I mean, one of my go-tos is a plant protein powder um, made by KOS, no affiliation to them, but I'll, <laughs> I'll shout them out anytime you because literally I love their stuff. They have different flavors and they put all of the... Um, you know, vitamins and minerals that you don't necessarily get from um, plants, they put it in there as well. So yeah. people worry about, well, I'm not going to get enough iron or B12, but no, it comes in calcium. there. So yep, yeah, calcium. So it, it's really not that hard. It's not as hard as it's, it seems. And, and and again, it's it's just really about, you know, doing the research, going out there, educating yourself, read yeah. some articles. Like you said, pay attention in the grocery store and, and, and just start slowly. Yeah. And there's so many great supplements and vitamins that you can take, uh, you know, if you're allergic to nuts or whatever, you can still get the nutrition that you, the nutrition that you need from certain foods from really great supplements and, and everything. So, yeah, but I think even if you aren't vegan, vitamin supplements are always, always a good thing. Yep. So. Cool. Yeah. Um, what else? How do people start to make the shift over to becoming vegan? One day at a time. <laughs> yeah. No, like we mentioned, you know, do the research and educate yourself and play around with different things and see how your body um, responds and then find support. I say that would be the best thing to do. Okay. Yeah, for sure. I agree. I, I think I lacked in support when I first started to go over. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, educate yourself, find support. Um, and it really pay attention at the grocery store. Yep. For even, sure. even if you're still buying meat, buy from local farms or, Whatever. There's a lot of good local farms out near Ohio, Northeast Ohio. I mean, they're, they're probably a 30 to 60 minute drive, but totally worth it. And you can buy in bulk and whatever. Sounds good. Yeah. So yeah, just information, some information from us on the vegan stuff. And um, yeah, let's do another one in, you know, three to four months and see where we're both at. Yeah. See where you're at. Yeah, for sure. Um, do you want to talk about any of the misconceptions of being Sure, vegan? go ahead. Okay, cool. Uh, so I think a lot of, there, there's a lot of stereotypes behind being vegan and just misconceptions in general. And I actually had one the other day with you. I was like, it's so expensive to yeah. shop vegan. To buy uh, vegan cheese is like $10 for a pack of vegan cheese. Maybe one day I want to make a vegan pizza. Yeah. Um, but as I was researching more, it was a lot, it was talking a lot about 
how meat and cheese are actually the most expensive thing that you typically buy exactly. at a grocery store. So once you stop buying those things, it tends to actually even out and then vegetables, grains, pasta, all of the good stuff that you should be eating in your vegan diet is all on the cheaper end of the spectrum. Absolutely. So it's really actually not that expensive and it was kind of cool to to have that perspective and then go in and research and be proven wrong. I was like, oh, okay, never mind. Yep. Um, and a lot of people think you can't be muscular. I mean, look at Jeremy. <laughs> Everyone's yeah, crazy. I mean, yeah, I have not lost any muscle since going vegan. Um, if anything, I think I gained a little bit. So yeah. I don't think that's true at all. Yeah, you can get so much protein from being vegan and people are just like, how do you get muscular if you're eating vegetables? possible definitely eat oats and quinoa and beans and lentils <laughs> for sure um and then i think another good misconception is people think vegan food is gross or that you just eat salad yep not true so not true you can spice, just spice it up. up yeah we said it just spice it up spice mix it, it up, up with different sauces and there's you're herbs, good there's herbs there's spices yep. sauces all that good stuff and you can still have cheat days fun fact oreos are vegan Really? Oreos are Oh, vegan. shoot. I might have to switch get some Oreos. <laughs> <laughs> when you want a cheat day, Oreos and peanut butter all day. <laughs> um, but, yeah, there's vegan ice cream, and you can, you can do things if you're, like, trying to have your cheat day and eat something that's not as good for you. So, yeah. Awesome. So many good things. So many good things. Vegan life is a good life. It really is. I'll make it there one day. <laughs> We'll see how it goes. Okay. All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening, and we will be back later. Yeah. See ya. Bye. Bye.